The Shoot Wrestling Podcast is starting right now, so you better sit down and listen. The Shoot Wrestling Podcast. They say it wasn't going to be done. They said that the Shoot Wrestling Podcast would never come back. That it was nothing but a distant memory. Well, sorry to the dumb shits at the Pro Wrestling Informant, but you can't stop the Shoot Wrestling Podcast. You can't stop KOW Radio. Presented by Ryan Davis, the Shoot Wrestling Podcast has resurrected, and this time, Ryan Davis isn't the man behind it. It's none other than the new face of Kings of Wrestling, Dylan Osborne. And if you don't like it, as Eric Young would say, go fuck yourself. Get ready for the new Shoot Wrestling Podcast Revival. This week, and I was supposed to do a double, double show wrestling podcast last week, but that ended up not happening, so I was going to change it to this week, and sadly, start, another a couple of stuff uh, came up, so I've had to sort of delay it, and then yesterday I went really sick, and I wasn't able to really record that well. I'm still a little bit <clears throat> iffy today, so if you see me pause a couple of times, I have to take a drink or whatever, that's basically why. I will, I should have both episodes of the show wrestling podcast revival and the rewind at least recorded by the end of the weekend, but if not, they actually get put out before before next week is a um, we've got to really put Ryan is able to put them out or not. So <clears throat> before I get started, obviously got to give my usual shout outs to kowempire.weebly.com. We've actually just done a little bit of a, uh, a do-over of the web well not really a do-over of the website, but you know it's a little bit cleaner. We have the um, Spike KOW logo uh, on now. <clears throat> we actually have partners now, if the partners are uh, Button, so we've got all those coming out as well. So we've got, got that new feature on the website. The, um, the King of Wrestling, Wrestling website updates is now at the top of the page, and then the latest broadcast and the latest articles are now under. Um, we have our Mixler radio always on the front page as well, so you can always check if we're live or not. So you can you know click on that and go to the chat and whatnot. And we've got the latest KOW Empire activity, which you can uh, you know quickly scroll through. Uh, we have the search bar now as well. We obviously we've got you know, all of the other stuff that we usually have. We still have our our form button has actually disappeared, <laughs> but um, if I'm not mistaken, it should. St- I'm not sure what happened to our form uh, button. I'll have to uh, check on that. But besides that, that is basically 
um, it for like the sort of things that Pavel Kedem views Empire website. Obviously, if you want to uh, follow us at, at KOW Empire on Twitter, if you want to get some updates of uh, stuff we will be doing in the future, whether it be new videos and new, sh new shows that might be coming out, new hosts and whatnot. So, hopefully, uh, you'll get some of those uh, soon. Uh, it's been a bit of a sort of week in KOW, so hopefully, one of that gets uh, gets sorted out by next week. But anyway, so this episode of the Show Podcast with Rival is going to be on hashtags that are going to that have been you know, spewed over Twitter over the last, I'd say, nearly a year. Um, it's only four hashtags, but I basically want to sort of go over why each hashtag is like, I don't know why it's there. Some of them are just bandwagon um, things, some of them are just like like stuff made by fans who just, you know, they, they believe in one thing and then sort of throw it away the next and all that. And then you got the last one, which is going to be one that I'm sure some people are going to be a little bit pissy about, so hopefully, uh, hopefully I don't go, hopefully it doesn't blow up in my face too much, but the first hashtag we're going to be talking about is Give Divas a Chance, which was the hashtag, which I believe started before Nikki Bella's reign, I might be wrong on this, but it basically started around the time Nikki Bella became champion, and it was basically the hashtag where the RWC and WWE were doing this thing of like, <clears throat> especially on Twitter, obviously, most of them too, obviously it spread to other forms of like, forms and that, it was basically how you know, all the divas in the division should be given a chance. You know, you know the matches have never really been given that much attention. The division itself has never given that much attention. So we should like, we should give divas more time for matches, give them more time and developmental. You know, make their stories more, you know, more rich and more, you know, more interesting. And again, around this time, I know AJ was still in the company. I know, you know, Paige and she was champion at the time, and so people were like, you know, give, I think. Actually, it was AJ was leaving, and like there was no, uh, obviously he someone to get the title to. So people were like, oh, you know, we're gonna have AJ. <clears throat> it's like, okay, give all the Divas a chance, and then Nikki Bella wins the uh, wins the Divas title. Obviously, she's still champion uh, today, and uh, and you know, people are just like, okay, yay, Nick, like like Nikki's champion. It's it's kind of not what we wanted. We we wanted Paige to be champion a again, you know. Because by giving Divas a chance, they were basically they just wanted Paige to be champion because it was the only Diva they gave a shit about. So I really didn't get <laughs> the point of that hashtag because we all, I mean, I knew from the moment that came out that people were like it's either AJ or Paige should be champion. You know, give every Diva in the chart, every Diva in the division a chance. Give F, all of them, you know, something to do. Have them all be involved in interesting storylines, aka make sure that Paige and AJ are champion our champion and they are fighting over the championship constantly and just sort of leave everyone else to do their own thing on Total Divas or whatever. That's basically the mindset that they had going into this. So really, really shitty hashtag, really pointless, showing the other uh, flip-flops of the IWC of um, they want to give everyone a chance if it's someone they like, you know. Sometimes you actually have to let a person you don't know wrestle a little bit before you have to start to like them, not just give them one match and think, alright, yeah, that's it, we're giving them a chance, they suck, whatever. Back to watching Paige be mediocre. And um, you know what AJ do the same thing she's been doing for the last like year or so. So <clears throat> that hashtag really, really, really hurts for me. But it's actually the, the hashtag that irks me the least out of these four. Um, the next one, which is a continued uh, hashtag, along with, I'd say three of these are like continued hashtags. Even to give people a chance, ones are still occasionally thrown around. And it's the Divas Revolution. Uh, hashtag, which has obviously been thrown around since um, Sasha Banks, um, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch all debuted in WWE, and obviously it was classed as this big, big revolution. You know, all this stuff's going to happen. You know, the matches are going to be great. 
know, never seen really good Divas matches before, and since this hashtag's been thrown out and this whole sort of story's been thrown out, we still haven't really seen a really good Divas match um, in the actual main roster. Like, obviously you've had um, good matches in NXT, but they were having good matches for like a year before this hashtag even existed. You know, they weren't getting the Give Divas a Chance uh, hashtag, they weren't giving the Divas Revolution hashtag, they were just sort of seen as NXT, and that's really it. And obviously the main roster is obviously where everything is at, obviously, because Paige and AJ are there, obviously it's the place to be. And with, you know, Bayley, with Sasha Banks, Charlotte, and Becky Lynch coming up to the main roster, um, you know, Paige has been bumped down to, like, fourth best diva. Like, she was best diva by default, and now she's actually... She actually has to earn her spot of being a decent diva, which she really is, and she's really dragged down. Like, pretty much everyone, literally, the NXT girls are the only ones who have actually made this diva's revolution storyline tolerable, because they're the only ones who actually properly wrestle. Like, Paige is just sort of a half-assed AJ Lee. I feel if, if you saw Paige with AJ Lee, this could have been a lot better of a storyline, because I thought AJ was way more talented. And seeing this hashtag just flying, just flying around is really, really, really aggravating. Three of these hashtags are about the divas, by the way. I know it's... I know, I sound like a, a broken record because I always mention the Divas, but it's just how it is. So it's a case of people sort of jump, much like the Give Divas a Chance bandwagon, uh, bandwagon, it's just a case of, you know, uh, we, want, we want to just use it because it's the cool thing to do right now, it's the in thing and our goal, our goal page is there, so obviously it has to be popular because it's Paige. But anything, anything to do with Paige is fucking gold, it has to happen, it always has to happen. And... You know, it's a, it's a hashtag that's still going on, you know, today, obviously the Demons Revolution is still apparently a thing, even though <clears throat> nothing's really changed from when they debuted, except they finally actually got the title involved with um, Charlotte versus Nikki, which I really, really hope Nikki wins the title, like retains the title, not because I hate Charlotte, <clears throat> and not because I like Nikki as champion, but I just want to see all the fangirls on Twitter, and even some people on like, Facebook and whatnot, just fucking explode when Nikki like passes AJ. I just want to see that because I will just laugh in their fucking face. And it's a case of, you know, the IWC screaming and crying to get what they want, but they don't get it. And it's always nice to see that moment uh, pull through when people are like, you know, no, like if we beg them enough, like we did it with Daniel Bryan and we you know we got him injured twice by begging him to be at the top and we got him injured twice and we probably ruined his career by doing it. So let's try and save AJ's title because nothing can go wrong with that, correct? And you know, you want, you want to give Divas a chance that you want AJ's record to be sacred and be its own thing, even though it's not that good of a of a women's title reign, it's it just overall, I mean, the Fabulous Moolah nearly held the title for three, well, it's not the Divas, obviously it was the women's title back then, but it still nearly held it for three uh, decades, so AJ's title reign in comparison is very, very pathetic, so it being passed shouldn't even be a surprise, and, you know, yeah, John Cena sort of had his hand in, sort of helping it be extended, and get it to where it was, because obviously if the, if the, you know, bookers and whatnot actually looked to see um, Nikki and how untalented she really is, they would have dropped the title to one of the uh, NXT ladies pretty much straight off the bat as they debuted, but they decided to hold it out until, you know, they'll probably hold it out until Night of Champions, probably have a, have a drop the Night of Champions, maybe, hopefully to Sasha Banks, because obviously she's dropped the title to Bailey over on NXT, and my idea of, of Sasha still being double champion could still be realised NXT TakeOver, there is going to be a 30 minute Iron Woman match, which I know is another thing where people are going to be like, oh my god, Divas change, oh my god, Revolution, we've given them a chance, we're going to let them have this really good match, and it's like, well, they've already been having that type of match for a, 
about a year now, but you never really know it's because there's no popular hashtag to sort of run around with it and patrons in there, so apparently it wasn't that popular anymore. But you know, as soon as Sasha gets involved with Paige and goes back down to NXT, suddenly she's the, you know, she's the fucking shit with everyone because she had a storyline with Paige. It's really fucking pathetic that Paige is the centre of fucking everything that happens in the Divas division. And the next hashtag <clears throat> is the Keep AJ's Reign hashtag, which is another hashtag that's obviously been spammed a lot recently because AJ's Tara Reign is being met up by Nikki. Um, this hashtag is really fucking pointless. It's it's just a case of people, you know, spamming, you know, WWE thinking like, no, you have to do it because AJ was a real wrestler, a real wrestler that quit because CM Punk told her to quit WWE because. You know, CM Punk apparently got fucked over by WWE, so AJ decided to, instead of continue to follow her dreams, she just listened to CM Punk and left the company. And people shit on CM Punk for leaving, yet AJ's been given this fucking golden pass of just leaving. And it was because of CM Punk, yet people just don't give a shit about that because it's because it's AJ and because she's so fucking perfect. Like, I'm a big AJ fan, but even I know that she's not that fucking amazing. Like, she's not even in the top five divas ever of all time. I wouldn't even put her in there. In terms of women's wrestlers and divas, She's not even in the top five of all time, I would say. I mean, in terms of this current generation, obviously you would probably put in the top five, but that's like barely. She probably she'd probably be number five. She wouldn't even she would crack top four, in my opinion, because of all the people at NXT at the moment who are just far superior and pretty much anyway in terms of women's wrestling. And now, <clears throat> so that that hashtag, you know, it's it's going to get spammed until Nikki eventually either surpasses it or Charlotte, you know takes the title and obviously people are going to even be oh my god that's fucking bullshit because Nikki's not talented or oh my god yay Charlotte's um, like yay Charlotte's the champion now when's she going to drop it to Paige because obviously every, you know we need to give all the divas a chance so we better drop the title back to Paige again so hopefully hopefully I'd like to see Nikki pass that just just to piss everyone off not even because I like that just to piss everyone off and hopefully it actually turns out to, it actually gets it to be Sasha being champion because again I would prefer Sasha out of anyone to be champion at the moment. So those three hashtags are about the divas. They're all you know, you've probably heard some of these points before, not only from my stuff, like the first episode of the Wrestling Podcast, some of my raw rewind episodes where I talk about the divas. But I'm sure other people have shared the same view as I do. I know I'm not the only one who knows this whole divas revolution and give divas a chance to use just a fucking fad that will eventually get dropped when the Demon's Revolution storyline eventually ends, which hopefully is soon, because it is a really, really poor storyline that has so much potential. And now for the last hashtag, this is the one where I'm not sure how I can word it in terms of my dislike for the hashtag, because people are going to think I'm heartless because of it, but I really, if, if you hear my explanation of it, you'll see why I truly don't like it, and you'll see how WWE could have handled this whole hashtag better. So it's the Connor's Cure hashtag. So this is the hashtag that WWE has had for, I think it's about a week, or it started this week, and it's basically... WWE said that to all of their followers, which I'm going to actually look, I'm actually going to get this real quick, as my Windows 10 uh, informs me of stuff. Okay, I'm just going to bring I'm just going to bring this up real quick. So WWE has 5.6 million followers, obviously I have more than that, basically... Any time one of their fo- all of the followers that change their profile picture to yellow, they'll donate one dollar to cancer research. And it's, they use the hashtag Connor's Cure, and that's basically that. 
So in total, obviously, if everyone, obviously not everyone's going to do it, but if everyone in total would do it, they would earn over five five point six million dollars for cancer research. Which obviously, in you know retrospect, everyone's like, oh, that's fucking amazing. Of course, people are going to do that. Like you know, yeah, man. Hashtag Connors cure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that stuff. What I want to know, as I get skyped, why does this have to be a hashtag? Why does this have to be a thing that we have to? Turn into a hashtag. Turn into this big, sort of popular, sort of fad. Like, oh, change, change your you know, profile picture to yellow. And you didn't actually do anything to help the cause. Kind of like when when gay marriage was legalised and everyone changed their profile pictures to like rainbow colours to show that they supported it, but they supported it after the fact when they hadn't actually done anything to sort of help that happening. It's the same here where people aren't donating. The fans aren't donating. They're just changing their profile pictures to yellow. That's all they're doing, so they, they think to themselves, like, yeah, I've done something, like, you really haven't, you've changed your profile picture to yellow. And it's not a WWE have any, I mean, I hate to be that guy, but it's not a WWE if actually, like, de they're definitely going to do it. It's not like, you know, the people that donate to have come out and said, yeah, the WWE are doing this, it's all confirmed, yada, yada, yada. What I would have preferred to see, honestly, is the WWE make a generous sum of, of a donation, I mean, if they're willing to do that, that means they're willing to, in, in, in retrospect, like you know, in theory, donate five five point six million. So why don't they make like a big donation, like a million? You know, I mean, they, they waste five hundred. They waste five hundred grand on two stars from Tough Enough that we might not even see in a year. So surely money's not an issue with them. Donate a million, and then say on top of that one million that we just donated. Now every time someone does the profile picture thing, we will we will do the donation. So then that way you've already given a large sum of money, so then that way, even if people don't do it, you're not really disheartened by it, because you've already donated over a million dollars. So you're already feeling really good about it. Um, but also, from what I've seen, no, the WWE haven't asked the fans themselves to donate, because imagine if without, if WWE, so obviously WWE haven't done the big donation beforehand, even if they didn't, if they said, okay, we'll donate a dollar every time you change your profile pictures to yellow, or orange or whatever colour, and then you guys donate a dollar on top of that when you do it, you're raising over 10 million, like I don't even know how much, like like 12 million dollars or something silly? You know, you're raising a fuck ton of money for cancer research, but because most of these fans, you know, they don't, they, they only, they only don't, they only sort of, I don't know, donate to the cause, but they only care about the cause as long as they don't have to do much. In, in terms of it, like as long as they, all they have to do is change the colour of their profile and put a hashtag down. Not actually donate money, not actually take time, like take actual money out of their wallets to help cancer research. And I mean, keep in mind, some people aren't going to do the one dollar donation. They'll probably end up donating, you know, ten, twenty, hundred thousand. So in retrospect, even that twelve million could actually be way more than twelve million, depending on who donates what. So this whole hashtag thing, it just feels more like a yeah, some more way just like to, just for WWE to save face, as if WWE needs. I mean, it's come at the time when you know stuff like you know Jimmy Snooker has obviously he's been taken into you know custody for for what he's apparently he did to his girlfriend um, back in I believe it's the eighties. You know Hulk Hogan's obviously had this whole racist scandal thing. So it looks like WWE have purely brought this out to save face, as opposed to actually caring. Because keep in mind, this like you know Connor. I can't remember his full name, but it's con like con Connor the Crusher, we'll say. You know, this stuff was this stuff has been in the WWE since like last year. You know, WrestleMania 30 and all that. So the fact that it's 
they've only now decided, okay, we're going to do all this sort of thing now when all of these tragedies have suddenly come up in the WWE. It looks like they're more doing it to save face than actually giving a shit about... Um, they're giving a shit about Kazuma. He's just giving a shit about Connor, which is, you know, better. I mean, the, he was just a little kid. So, honestly, if anything, if you really look into it, it's not really the WWE saving face of anything, it just is like a selfish act of trying to save their backs from, you know, all the other tragic stuff that's happened in the WWE recently. And I mean, I I can speak personally, I've lost, you know, family, friends to, to this as well, so I can I can say it with, like, knowing that how it affects, like, a person who maybe not be suffering from it, but has lost people to it and knows what the suffering is like, because obviously I talk to those people, obviously friends and family, so you know what they're going, so you sort of know what they're going through, and the fact WWE has almost tried to just profit off it, in terms of, oh, look what we're doing, like, like they're doing it as a case of, oh, look what we're doing, we're so amazing, as opposed to just doing it, and you don't need to make it this big publicity stunt, like, no, I wouldn't say a stunt, but like, you don't, make it, don't need to make it a big public thing, you could simply just quietly donate that much money, because you don't have to do it yourself, I'm sure if you donate like a million or whatever, a million dollars, 100,000, 500,000, whatever, I'm sure the cancer, the facility alone will say say their word and say, WWE have done this for us, and you don't have to say a word, people will find out on their own. So really, this whole Connors Cure hashtag looks like, I like the desperation from WWE to save face, it's making some of the fans just sort of feel like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm doing something for this minute, in reality, they're really not. Like, I can change my profile picture to orange, because like, at the end of the day, I'd always feel good if I had the money. I'd always, I'd feel better donating that, that money myself out of my own pocket if I had the money to, rather than changing my profile picture, putting down a hashtag and thinking, yeah, that's it, I've done my bit. Because really, you haven't done your bit, you've done nothing. The WWE have done that bit for you. They haven't, you haven't done anything. You've just, the WWE have done that bit for you. They've, they've paid out of their own pocket. You haven't paid fucking jack shit from your own pocket to do that. So, those four hashtags, Three, like all, all of them are just you know ways for people to sort of feel trendy and feel cool and whatnot. And one of them is just it seems like an act of desperation to save face in a shitty like you know, with the WWE shitty times that have fallen on them. It looks like it's just a way of them saving face and thinking, yep, yeah, you know, you know, this is what we're gonna do. We're gonna forget Jimmy Snooker, forget Hulk Hogan. Look what we're doing. We're doing all this really nice stuff instead of just doing it for the sake of doing it. But that, that's how I feel about it. Obviously, other people are gonna feel differently uh, about it. Um, don't, I mean, don't try and take any of this the wrong way, I'm not gonna, I'm not downright shitting on some of these hashtags, it's just, I think if you hear me out and hear what I'm saying, you know that it is partly, uh, true. But anyway, that was, that was this episode, first of all, be two episodes this week for the Shoot Wrestling Podcast, um, hopefully, <clears throat> hopefully I'll be feeling a bit better by next week, where we'll be having a special guest, well, most likely, either this, even next week or the week after, we'll be having a special guest on the Shoot Wrestling Podcast. I'm not going to say who. That's going to be a surprise. Um, the next episode, which I'll be recording either later today or tomorrow, is going to be on the double standards in the see The original episode that was supposed to come out, like, last week and all that, so everything's been pushed back, but hopefully everything will be back to normal by next week. So, next episode will be on double standards, just one last thing for kwempire.weekly.com. <clears throat> Go there for our latest broadcasts, our latest articles. Um, you can sign up for our updates with your email address, you'll get a newsletter about it. Um, we have, <clears throat> we, we now have, <coughs> oh crap. <coughs> um, 
we have a number of different ways to uh, street, we have a number of different ways to, to do our content, but our most popular one is Mixler Radio, which will be on the front of our page. Um, again, our form button seems to disappear from our page. I'm not sure if that's been fixed or altered or whatever's happened to that. But you know, the, if I look into, I'll look into it and obviously if I see where it is, I'll link it. You know, either in the description or in a, in a separate episode of the Real Rewind, which is a podcast. And before I go, just to look at our program list of what we have uh, currently on KOW, we have the Shoot Wrestling Podcast Revival, obviously the show that you are listening to right now. We have Logan Smackdown, which is Eric Nadas's um, podcast where he talks about what he basically reviews Raw, not Raw, he reviews Smackdown. I was looking at Raw Rewind, which is my other other broadcast, but I review Raw. I review Raw, Eric Nadas does not review Raw, he reviews Smackdown. Just forget I even said that. Ryan Davis's show, which obviously starts Ryan Davis, which is him just commentary and updates of anything that's happening for wrestling. And then we have um, Around the Ring, we have Around the Ring, which is a show by Dave Brown. Um, it's one who was mostly on YouTube at the time, but I'm assuming that that's been thrown onto our website now, so that'll be another thing that you can see. Um, that's actually been around for a while, so you'll actually be able to see all the episodes anyway already on the website, this is one that I sort of come to mind and I'll now just be on the website because we've sort of gone away from our YouTube channel and whatnot. So anyway, uh, follow at KW Empire obviously for any latest updates uh, on anything happening KW. I've been Dylan Osborne and I'll see you next time.